Hello everyone and welcome back to the Power Passion Podcast, this is the Global Thread. By the way, shout out to Emmanuel Majok, stand-up comedian, he invited me out to his Fringe World stand-up comedy gig and I must admit I was absolutely head over heels laughing, it was an amazing uh, gig. So anyone that's enjoying the Fringe World festivities in Perth, by all means enjoy that. On to the news. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos makes billions as shares soar. He's already the wealthiest person on the planet, but yesterday, Jeff Bezos got a whole lot richer. And he did it within minutes. Amazon founder grew his staggering wealth by around $13.2 billion in just 15 minutes on Thursday after his company's shares spiked. Amazon shares rose dramatically by 12% following an impressive Christmas holiday sales period coupled with a successful quarter taking them to $12,000 a share, US dollars by the way. The Bloomberg Billionaires Index estimates his current net worth to be around $129.5 billion, beating rival Bill Gates. And I must admit, I did see Bill Gates recently in some footage describing how he would the ultra-wealthy in America, and I did see this as a very kind of conservative measure for Bill to maintain his kind of status as the wealthiest person on the planet. However, it's clear to see that Jeff is just absolutely powering forward, and it's good to see that he's doing well post the entire divorce that he had, and that was a giant clean-up. I must admit, I I think that there needs to be some sort of... uh, punitive kind of measures towards men when it comes to divorce because it's clear that uh, women do get uh, the better deal when it comes to large sums of money, especially uh, when it, in the case of the Jeff Bezos divorce. The company confirmed a profit in the final quarter of 2019 of $3.3 billion, a sum that smashed expectations. Amazon also increased its revenue by 21% to $87.4 billion and has now managed to lure a record 150 million Prime members globally, a 50% jump from 2018, when Amazon last revealed the number of Prime members on the books. The company committed to slashing delivery times for Prime members and move, and move that, a move that his hopes will ramp up subscriptions even further. Prime memberships continue to get better from consumers year after year, and consumers responding, more people joined Amazon Prime quarter than ever before, and we now have over 150 million paid Prime members around the world, says Je- said Jeff Bezos in a statement. So that's very good to see. And it's also interesting to see here that it obviously dictates on online e-commerce with Amazon, and the amazing spike and how fast and rapidly it occurred is because Amazon has been in the game for ages and it's just a behemoth, a complete powerhouse uh, in technology in the the United States, not the Eastern States, what am I talking about? Anyway, more to the point. So we've made Prime delivery faster. The number of items delivered in the US customers with Prime's free one-day and same-day delivery more than quadrupled this quarter compared to last year. Members now have free two-hour grocery delivery from Amazon Fresh and Whole Foods Market in more than 2,000 U.S. cities and towns. Prime members watch double the hours of the original movies and TV shows on Prime Video this quarter compared to last year, and Amazon Originals received a record 88 nominations and 
26 wins at major award shows. Now, I personally haven't actually watched a lot of Amazon Prime uh, television series, but it's should be quite good according to the awards. However, I must admit, with the amount of uh, Netflix original shows, particularly being the most alluring kind of television on Netflix, it's interesting to see the hyper amount of competition within that space. You've got Stan, you've got Netflix, you've got you've got Amazon, you've got your um, Hayu, which is for reality television. It's a real saturated market. So it'd be interesting to see if there's any kind of disruptive players or any people that are listening to this podcast that might want to kind of thrust themselves in the space and see if they can innovate and become the next thing in uh, video streaming. Bezos took the opportunity to thank all members of the Amazon team for their dedicated work to build, innovate, and deliver customers to these two customers this holidays period the 56 year old father and four father of four owns around 12% of his online retailer company's outstanding stock which is where the most of his riches come. The good news comes in the midst of the turbulent time for Bezos who finalized his divorce of wife twi- of wife of 25 years Mackenzie Be- Bezos in a statement the couple uh, reached a settlement of $38 billion. Now that, to be honest with you, is not as large a settlement as what people were hyping up in the media because at the time, I'm pretty sure Jeff Bezos, and I I could be wrong, and people, please, if you're watching this, correct me in the comments below. Jeff Bezos was pretty much, his net worth was around 160 to $170 billion, and McKenzie was... uh, for all the media conjecture and spin, uh, going to capitalize on around about a 50 to $65 billion settlement. But it just goes to show that McKenzie probably to, uh, um, some common sense playing there only got $38 billion in the settlement. Bezos, who is now dating the U S news anchor, Lauren Sanchez also made the headlines this month over allegations his phone was hackled, hacked in the 2018 after he received a WhatsApp message from Saudi Arabia Crown Prince Mohammed Salman. Now, I just have to make mention to the fact that when it comes to Jeff Bezos, he does own the Washington, the Washington Post. Excuse me. And it's very clear to see that Jeff doesn't like people prying in his private life. And Rightly so. Everyone has the right to a form of privacy, and because he's such a magnetic, dynamic business mogul, it's clear to see that everyone is fascinated about his life, and he shouldn't have his phone hacked. However, at the recent kind of uh, tipsy-turvy love dynamic that he's got going does make uh, people lose faith in the price. For example, if you take Elon Musk... Everyone knows that Elon Musk is synonymous with Tesla. Therefore, his life will make public perception of the price of Tesla shift and change. The same goes for Amazon. So it's very interesting to see how that went down. And this article is presented by news.com.au. And we're going to go heading with uh, Amazon's Blue Horizon spaceship all the way to this next article. Space warping star system proves Einstein's general 
theory of relativity right again. Just over a century ago, Einstein predicted that gravity of massive objects could warp space-time. In the past five years, we've seen Einstein's theory of general relativity play out in the detection of gravitational waves, the imaging of black holes, and the orbit of stars around the supermassive black hole in the centre of our galaxy. And now astronomers are tracking a quirky pair of stars for the 20 years using Parkes Ratio Telescope have proven him right again. This time, we're seeing a spinning star in the centre of the system dragging the very fabric of space-time with it, said astronomer co-author Matthew Bailey's and of the Swinburg Institute of Technology. Dragging the fabric of space-time, in 1918, two Austrian scientists proposed that if Einstein was right, then spinning objects, including Earth, should twist and drag the fabric of space-time. The phenomenon known as lens thurring effect, or frame dragging, is usually too small to detect. The tiny effect was first demonstrated in the experiment that measured the subtle movements of the gyroscopes placed in the space above Earth. We've discovered a system where the effect is more than 100 times stronger than it is above Earth, Professor Bale said. The discovery by the international team of astronomers is reported today in the Journal of Science. And there's a hyperlink below, guys, so if you want to check that out, by all means, click on that. A unique system. The unusual star system known as PSR114-6545, sounds like a hotline there, was discovered around 10,000 light years away from the constellation of Musica, aka the Fly, in 2001. At the heart is the fast-spinning white dwarf star that remains the old star about the size of Earth, but 300,000 times its density. Every five hours is circled by the neutron star Pulsar at the core, an exploded star no bigger than the city, around about 100 billion times more dense than Earth. The neutron star sends out regular pulses of high-energy particles like a lighthouse, which the astronomers use to track its orbit. Over the years, the astronomers have noticed two stars got closer and closer as the white dwarf pulled its neighbour in. The orbit shrinks at about 7 millimetres a day, Professor Bale said. At this time went on, it became clear that the stars weren't acting as predicted by Einstein's theory. I'd assumed that we'd done something wrong, Professor Bale said. It took four years of detective work by PhD student Vivek Van Katraman Chris Han and the team of members of Max Fallick Institute for Radio Astronomy to get to the bottom of the puzzle. After concluding that this could not have been due to problems with our telescopes, there was a brief period of time that I thought I disproved Einstein's theory, said Dr. Chris, Chris Nan. In the end, they twigged that the orbit of the pulsar was tumbling in space and it was being dragged around by the first spinning white dwarf star. It's very fascinating to see that Einstein's uh, presence and his lifelong legacy lives out, and he's a very fascinating bloke. In fact, Einstein's parents were Jewish, and it's very interesting to see if you look really closely at the life of Einstein, how he viewed um, spirituality and God, considering he was a very much a man of physics. 
while we knew that any body rotates, that rotates should drag space and time according to the to Einstein, we did not think that this would be measurable for this system, he said. The effect is usually expected to be measured for only select class of heavenly bodies like some neutron stars and black holes. So, very good to see that there are obviously a key group of astronomers that are still trying to assert Einstein's theory of relativity and keep that as a general rule of thumb for something that we accept as normal. However, if there are any people that are out there that are aspiring to be the next physics professor, come up with something new. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, this is my quirky libertarian personality coming out right now and saying that perhaps you should come up with something, I don't know, around the fact that perhaps something that is really a go-to guide for people that want to disprove flat earthers. Because everyone knows that the world does not live on a tortoise. You know this for a fact, and people that believe in the kind of flat earth theory need to... I think, read a little bit more and learn a little bit about the world before proclaiming that the, f the Earth is completely flat. However, I do admit that I would love to report on people that are voyaging out to see if there is the end, quote-unquote, of the Earth in sight. This is the last article that we'll cover for the Global Thread. Hope you guys are enjoying. By the way, if there are any kind of suggestions or comments of content that you'd like me personally to produce, uh, this is just a Global Thread. It's a take on the news and a little bit of my commentary. But by all means, add a comment below. Either you like it, you dislike it, you're indifferent about it. It doesn't matter. It's all good. The Power Passion Podcast is about empowering people one podcast at a time. And I do look forward to the upcoming guests. I'm getting a done data scientist on and a new friend of mine who is recently attending Curtin University. Google is temporarily shutting down all China offices due to the coronavirus outbreak. Google is temporarily shutting down all of its China offices due to the coronavirus outbreak. The company confirmed to The Verge on Wednesday. The shutdown includes all offices in mainland China as well as Google's offices in Hong Kong and Taiwan. Currently, the offices are closed for the extended Lunar New Year holiday, a measure the Chinese government took to reduce the spread of the virus by encouraging residents to stay inside and avoid travel. Google is taking measures to avoid the spread of this virus, and obviously rightly so. There's a lot of people uh, in the just in general, um, employers are pushing this and this is very good. And you make sure that you are sticking to your hygiene and health and making sure that you're not, um, I suppose, giving other people permutations of the flu and more important, this virus that is spreading globally and take care and be safe, everyone that's listening and watching. A Google spokesperson says the company now plans to keep its offices closed in accordance with the government guidance. And it also placed temporary business travel restrictions on flying to mainland China and Hong Kong. The company is also advising employees currently in China and employees who have immediate family members returning from the country return home as soon as possible to work from home for at least 14 days 
from their departure date. So these are the measures that are going on at ground zero of the virus. And it's clear to see that this is a measure which the Chinese government uh, wants to remain very cognizant of. And it's good to see that there are uh, strategies that are being imposed by the state. However, I must admit, um, it does impose upon a person's civil liberties, but when it comes to spreading an outbreak and uh, infringing on human lives, I think people can pretty much, typically speaking, agree that it is a good thing that people remain healthy and get better and over the coronavirus before they go out and engage with the world. The move marks the latest escalation in the tech industry's effort to mitigate risks related to the virus, which health officials say originated in the Chinese city of Wuhan, which has led to the de- at least 132 deaths and more than 6,000 confirmed cases. Because of the tech industry's close ties ties with China as the world's largest internet market and manufacturing hub. The tech employees routinely travel to and from China and almost every major company in the industry maintains its offices in the country. Although Google does not operate many of its most popular web services in China due to historic tensions with the Chinese government, the company does maintain four official offices in the country. Google also maintains a strong presence in China and maintains and regards to its hardware efforts as many Google product teams are responsible for devices such as Pixel phones, Google Home speakers and Chinese suppliers and factories for manufacturing. Just on a side note here, Google Home is obviously integrated and this is a growing trend of people typically speaking wanting a more relaxed lifestyle and the fact that apparently we can't type on a computer and we have to go hey Google do this hey Google do that I've got nothing against uh, smart devices and obviously these are forms of general artificial intelligence Siri Cortana Google Assistant these are all good forms of technology and they have a net positive however I must admit Going forward, you do need to remain a little bit sceptical when it comes to putting these devices in your home and young people. Because I personally have two baby sisters and they watch YouTube all the time, usually educational programs or Dora the Explorer. But the way in which the up-and-coming generations deal with the integration of technology in their lives moving forward will be pivotal. Because, for example, as a millennial, I was growing up just... I've always had a phone, always had a phone, and it's kind of carried on that way. But there needs to be some sort of uh, boundary between uh, non-screen time and screen time because obviously technology is vital and removing technology from our lives sounds very barbaric and archaic, and I do not agree with that entirely. Let everyone, uh, suppose, in the comments below, just let me know what you think about that in particular. Google also maintains a strong presence in China in regards to its hardware. And Apple and Facebook both restricted employee travel this week with Apple CEO Tim Cook announcing the restrictions uh, live on earnings call with investors yesterday. After releasing his its quarterly earnings report, Apple also said that it's closed at least one retail store in China and is measuring its employees' temperatures regularly and aggressively cleaning retail and office spaces. Google has yet to release an official statement regarding the virus. Numerous other companies across electronics, entertainment, car manufacturing, transportation industries have also begun restricting employee travel and halting operations 
including film studios and even Disney theme parks. Also, personally, I know I work in hospitality here. In Perth, uh, there are obviously more awareness when it comes to coronavirus in Perth, considering there haven't been as many reported cases in Perth as there are in uh, mainland China. Both United Airlines and American Airlines have been cancelling up-and-coming flights from the US to China due to sharp declines in consumer demand, and British Airways and Lufthansa have also suspended flights to China. So it just goes to show that people in general aren't travelling as much because they want to make sure that their health and hygiene is safe here. So this has been the Global Thread, your libertarian eye over the global news world. If you liked a little bit more uh, content on libertarianism or anything to do with, uh, I suppose, uh, my literary works, by all means, comment, like, subscribe, share. Thank you for listening. It's good afternoon, good evening, and good night.